Hey baby, do you even know the goodness that you're about to embark upon? I hope you do, because it's episode 63 of your Cosmic Mama podcast, and I'm your host, Andy Murphy. I've changed it from hostess to host. I don't know. Um, I'll save myself a syllable. <laughs> but today, we're talking to Holly Nicole. Because we're doing a retreat, and I wish I could sing better. I don't. Um, I don't sing, and I can't my R's without uh, more effort than that. So we're doing our first retreat in Mexico, and we're talking about it. We're talking about Holly's journey through healing, which is so fucking profound and big because we don't get to these spaces of new embodiment without fucking going through the trenches, y'all. So. We're done with the trenches. We're ready to move into elevated states of pleasure safely within this body, knowing yourself as the divinity that you are. Um, I'm looking at my notes to make sure we cover everything for us today. We're gonna be giving some pretty good sneak peeks of the retreat inside because, well, we're also in this co-creative practice right now. We're learning the radiance embodiment practices in practice for ourselves. So being able to discuss it and play with it and you'll hear about the five tenants and you'll get to know why I love Holly so much because her wisdom and her beauty and her grace and her sincerity and hey, all this fucking Scorpio, like, yeah, no, no, I love to see you transform and I don't like you doing it halfway. I want to make sure we get you all the way there. We'll be in Mexico April 12th through 18th, Baja baby, but now we're going to do what we do. I want you to light a bowl, light a joint, light a candle, light all of the above. Do whatever's going to bring you into pleasure, into the warmth, into the ease, into the truth of the radiant being that you always are. As we move out of the everyday and into the sublime on your Cosmic Realm podcast. We'll see you inside. You know, um, but also knowing like, the words of my teacher coming through of like, whether it's one or 100, it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, the transmissions received. Mm-hmm. Well, because the ripples are so big, right? And we can't yeah. see that right now. So, um, hey, if y'all are coming on to join us, uh, I got Holly, I got Holly. Um, we obviously have many, many things to talk about, but we're just going to go ahead and do as we do. We're going to open up some sacred space. And this is your invitation to step out of whatever the fuck you got going on and drop in. To give yourself permission to receive more deeply. (laughs) To love more joyously. And to stop taking it all so seriously. Setting an intention for yourself that today you will receive exactly the blessing you need. And crazy ass synchronicity where you're like, what? Yes, please. Yes, please. As we recognize you are sacred and everything around you is sacred. Not a moment goes by that you are not loved beyond anything you know. Ah! 
Yeah, like that. Um, and Holly, can I also, uh, hey, do you see what I'm wearing over here? Do you yeah. see what looks like fucking spring? Do you see that I got to sit in my yard in the sunshine? Um, yeah. Romping over three feet of snow. And I'm like, there's sun just <laughs> over there. Just right there. It's in there. There's a little patch. There's a little patch. Um, so Holly, thanks for, um, you know, it's always funny. I don't know what to thank you for. I want to say thank you for saying yes, but saying yes was not really an option. I want to thank you for calling together love that allowed me to find you. I want to thank you for calling together um, a desire to retreat yourself in Mexico that's allowing our dreams to come in bigger. <sighs> Um, I feel so grateful to have found you again in this life. And I think from the moment I saw you again, I was like, oh, there she is. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm not good with introductions anymore, I've realized. So we're just not doing that. We just jump right the fuck in. But this yeah. morning where I have been is, <laughs> oh shit. I'm in uh, like, I can get to mania pretty easily if I'm not careful. So I recognize like, could be riding that edge right now. I was up until one working on things, up at 5.30 working on things, and none of it feels like work. Mm -hmm. So right now for me, like what I'm calling it is like, <laughs> my muse is here and I'm going to play. <laughs> What's your relationship like with your muse? Oh, wow. You know, that's so interesting. I love this question because I think in sitting with what makes me feel creative, um, you know, in the past, it would have been my pain, right? Right. <laughs> Big one. Woo! Right. Like how many times is like that sad love story or that, that divine creation comes through when we're feeling our lowest or when we're feeling the most shattered or hearts been broken open. That's my honest answer. <laughs> Scorpio, uh, I lost my breath on that <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, it's transformed. I mean, even with what we're, we're doing together and everything that's transpired in my life has been, um, this evolution of coming into more, um, tapped in creativity. And that's what I've called. And we've talked about this before. So like what I call like the God particle, you know, it's like that movement of whatever came through me didn't just come from me feeling so heartbroken that all time stands still and something comes in, yeah. but it's actually the tapping into that stillness that's always there that I didn't need incredible pain in order to get there. Yeah. And that's where I've been at. So my muse and my relationship with it, you know, maybe it's been a little troubled one, but I'm, I'm, I'm embracing it. Is that what yeah, you're I, just like? I think she's a little bit. Yeah. She got a whip and everything. <laughs> She, she likes to whip me into shape. You know, I think I needed her a little bit this morning. <laughs> Get in there, you know? Um, so so y'all, we're going to be talking a lot, um, as we already have been, about La Rosa Radiante, because that's the retreat that's coming forward. That's the ask from spirit that we're participating in. Um, so as I talk about it a little bit, I don't think we're, we can't really spill anything, because once y'all get there, it all fucking changes. You know that, right? Like, we can yeah. think we know what we're doing, and once the group gathers, we're like, <laughs> um, so lots of channeling, lots of presence, lots of healing, and creativity is what was playing and dancing with me last night. The idea of the muse. 
And our day three of our retreat is creativity, is being able to come into this place of creation. So I was really just courting that muse last night and realizing like the relationship that I have with her is probably my longest love affair. Mm-hmm. And she was asking me last night, she's like, but can you trust that I always come back to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, it was so, <sighs> yeah. So I don't need to hustle and I don't need to make content and I don't need to do this. Can I trust her flow because she knows better than I do? Mm, that ultimate trust, right? It's that it's the knowing. It's we don't have to put each other through a whole bunch of trust exercises to know that she's always there and she's always going to be there. Oh, I love that. That makes me feel that gives me chills up my spine. Wasn't it good? Yeah, absolutely. That comes in, right? You know, I was thinking about um, the last few years and in 2020, I think so many of us got to to settle into something different because the world shut down. And within that time, I had I had no hustle, right? I was sitting in with myself. I had no hustle. And I looked around and was like, I guess I'm going to teach myself how to use this software and make my own podcast and do these things and create these projects. And it that's that's the relationship that was the shift is I recognized that I didn't just have to channel my muse in these moments when I'm um, trying to hustle outside of all of the my business and my clientele and all the things mm-hmm. that I'm doing, but that it's actually coming from a place of within me, um, of, of rest, of restoration, of rejuvenation. And, um, man, what a wild ride. What a fucking wild ride it's been. Um, I was writing my French, am I allowed to cuss? (laughs) Um, I was writing an article this morning. And one of the things that I said was like, yeah, this wild fucking ride. We I don't remember I was going to say, cause I channeled it already. It's out there. Thoughts gone. It's all good. Gone. Mm -hmm. Gone. Gone gone um yeah this ride of 2020 and the way that it stopped all of us so that we could resort and reflect and re-everything um it's been a lot would you talk to us about your awakening process um whether that was i don't i'm sure that it was not 2020 i think you um are an old schooler like me so yeah was uh, a little baby witch holly like Oh, little baby witch Holly. She was so fun. Man, I feel like my journey has been ever since I was really little. You know, I remember being three years old and sitting at the top of my stairs at the condo we lived in and pressing my eyes all the way up close to the mirror and looking, like really looking at myself and 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 then looking around me and going, I am am I of these people? Am I, is this who I was born into? It was this real curious, um, like a, like a something was afoot and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Cause I was just a little wee one, you know? And from that moment on though, I look back into all of these moments of recognizing 
that there was more to life than what I was being offered around me, even from the time I was very little and the things that channeled and came through the, you know, whether you want to call it clear audience or clear cognizance, whatever was coming through was coming through at a very young age. And that led me to all those little witchy things that you no, do. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't fucking know. Uh, thank you. Also, because we're new friends, like, oh, I don't know any of these stories. I didn't know this. Um, I don't, so I like child psychic, you were a kid psychic. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know how to make sense of any of it. Cause you know, like, and I think that's the thing with anybody who's born with gifts that, um, you don't know how to make sense of because I didn't have anybody to guide me. Um, the that. other thing that I was sitting in this last week, cause I tried to talk about it a little bit and I'll probably just delete it or <laughs> it felt really uncomfortable to just talk about it. I didn't know that everybody wasn't seeing what I was seeing. So when I would say something that was in that vein of psychic or knowing that I shouldn't know, there was always a reaction yep. that made me feel bad or like I had done something wrong. Yeah. Or made me feel like, man, I'm the weirdest one in the bunch right now. <laughs> I am. I'm the one who's weird. And, you know, looking around, I've had friends look back and be like, yeah, you were always a little like... You know, and it was because I was I was seeing and feeling and hearing and experiencing things from a completely different lens. And that's, you know, even with that part of the awakening journey that I've had, it came to realize that not only did I have these gifts and um, experiences, but I also was dabbling and and like working through a ton of trauma, you know, generational trauma, the collective trauma, individual trauma. And because especially when you have, it's almost like um, an extra an antenna or two, you know, that are going off, you have these antennas and then you're also sitting in your real life experience. Yeah. And there wasn't, there, it, I felt um, not desperate, but it, it really encouraged me to start looking at that path. And from when I was really little, it, you know, it was everything from, you know, tarot uh, to the Oracle to, um, you know, reading about witchy things, playing with herbs and and crystals. And, and then it transformed into even my own work. And it's what led me to be at first and in my first, I say my first life, um, a massage therapist, you know, and working with the body, working with people's bodies. And that's when I really felt a lot of my um gifts really peak amplify you know? oh absolutely and working with people because I would feel things and experience things huh. and and I can oftentimes feel it channeling through my own body and you know something will come around and I'll be like you know what is this with like digestion and then do you own a horse like this like <laughs> the randomness always tells us we're onto something right there's there's it's all non sequitur none of this is going to make any sense it's going to be that question where you're like what the fuck yeah, yeah, that's how exactly, exactly. And so, um, you know, it's been this interesting ride as I've gotten more and more back in tune with these um, experiences and these gifts that have come through. And as I've been transforming through being a massage therapist into broader, more expansive areas of my own work and working with people. I'm finding more and more layers of that awakening. And I've said recently, like, it never ceases to amaze me, <laughs> especially when you've done this work for 20 years, 
plus, you know, it never ceases to amaze me when there's like some little layer that gets peeled back and then the illumination on this like dark aspect or something that I was like, oh, fuck, that's there. Okay. Okay. Well, we didn't even have the eyes to see it before, right? Like, holy shit, what? Mm -hmm. No. And that, I mean, I think that speaks to why I'm down here in Mexico. It was one of the things that truly called me in such a way that I, I knew I needed to switch something. And I mean, I would recommend it to anybody if you can, if you can find a way to um, leave your life. Change up. Yeah. Just for a little bit, you know, it's not, I'm not checking out. Mm-hmm. I didn't just up and impulsively leave, but I really took the time to intend for something and Boy, I just have to tell people it's it's not always what you think, you know, never getting what here. You think. Like, <laughs> it's never what you think or hope or want. It's exactly. something different, right? Yes. And it's yes. beautiful. Yeah. It is it's well, it's beautiful and also painfully complex. Mm-hmm. You know, I said to someone, especially when I first arrived and there was a huge adjustment period and we're we're orienting ourselves to um not just a different culture because, um, you know, Latino culture, I feel very comfortable and fluid in because of my own heritage, but also because I'm like, what do you mean? There's no self-serve laundromats here. Like what? Like you have to find things. You have to find all the, the special places and you have to, you know, but also go through the emotional mm-hmm. experience of leaving everything that I knew and, and seeing how that takes me to different edges. And I said to a friend, like within the first few weeks of living down here, I was like, you know, <clears throat> it may not be winter on the outside, but it's still winter on the inside. Damn. You know, it still followed me here. It was something I still had to work within and I'm still working through. Well, and it's one of the reasons that I love you because you do show up in that uh, place of total honesty with it um and the mexico no other way <laughs> can i just share um i don't know that you have heard this piece yet but um last you might know, you know, might know pieces of it uh activate we did our akashic uh mystery school container so pieces of it came in there but in march of last year uh in a mushroom ceremony that i was doing on my own the mayan energies came in and they're like it's time for you to teach in mexico and i'm like Oh, and they're like, you need to schedule something now. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. Um, And they were like very insistent that I had earned the right and that it was okay for us to go there. Um, So in my mind, like Maya is what I've earned. Maya is someplace that I know and I've worked with the spirits enough that I was going to be allowed to be there. So when y'all came through with Baja, California, sir, I'm like, I don't, um, 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 and I looked at my, uh, my beloved on the other side. I'm like, uh, I don't, um, uh, I don't know that. And he's like, I set this up for you. Of course I set it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. So would you, uh, you want to, you want to talk a little bit about La Rosa, uh, a little bit more for, uh, how that's come into being so far? Oh, I would love to. Um, I'll just speak that. Baja has been calling since last year. And, you know, that was something when um, my girlfriend and I were deciding to be like, we're leaving for the winter. We're going to go. We're going to go. And Baja came through. And I had always heard of like Toto Santos and everybody's heard of Cabo, right? But like, there's something that 
really tugged at me, like tugged at me in a way that out of all the places that we were exploring to be like, okay, we're going to go for, you know, one to six months, who knows how long we can actually do this, but we're going to do it. And we're looking, we're looking, we're looking, but the, the, something hooked me. Like I couldn't stop. And the down, like when I receive those downloads, it gets all over chills. And I know it's something that I have to follow, listen to, move in that direction. Go, go, go. Yeah, it's go time now. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ignore it. Not get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we, you know, we get here and it, it was such an incredible experience. And also still like, like I keep saying from like 2020 on, even up to every single day feels like. A, a certain amount of potency that is just, whew, sometimes I don't know if I can handle it. And I'm like, nope, this is just me, you know, edging again. It's the it's edges. Edging again. Yeah, oh, it's the edge. Mm -hmm. They're so incredible. And so La Rosa Radiante came into fruition because we at literally the last couple of days of our uh, Baja ex exploration last year in June, July-ish, we went to um, Rancho San Lorenzo, which is in La Paz. And we had um, a horseback riding experience, which was actually quite comical. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. And I think my girlfriend would probably tell it way better than this. <laughs> It's uh, funny. Good news is we'll have her on next week. So y'all don't yeah, have to you can ask her. make sure that we ask for the story. <laughs> Please do. Please do. <laughs> um, but my, you know, it, it came with this whole experience and then you get to eat uh, dinner or breakfast and we had chosen breakfast. So we have this incredible meal prepared for us by these um, and wonderful abuelitas and senoritas and, um, you know, my girlfriend being who she is, yeah, Dan Cordy, be, being off in the world, she's always just talking to people. And it's one of the things I love about her. It has really taught me a lot about like, <laughs> I don't need to be the witch in the woods because sometimes I feel like I am. <laughs> That's another story for another day. There's, there's no woods there with that one. No, no, no. She's pure <laughs> fucking sunshine in the world. Everybody loves her. Everybody responds. <laughs> exactly. There's no witch in the woods anymore. So, um, I, hide, Scorpio. I came out of, I was just about to say, I came out of hiding. <laughs> no so I go to feed the horses and Jen's like, I am done with those horses. Absolutely not. And it, she'll tell you why, but, uh, she's very much, uh, loves everything. And that's true. But so I go off, I come back and she's talking to this um, gentleman who earlier they were like, oh, that's the owner. And I'm like, mucho gusto. And he's like, he's like, I'm British. And I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Hi. And so we start talking and we're talking about purpose. We're talking about, um, you know, finding your joy. We're talking about um, Baja. And he is, you know, I, I'm always one to really want to meet people who are, are, have walked their talk, who have, mm. you know, people with grit, but people with charisma and people who are, um, directing their own lives. And that's something that, uh, you know, Jeffrey at Rancho San Lorenzo has done and the amount of love and care that has been put into the ranch from not Jeffrey, but from everybody that works with Jeffrey mm. and um, works for Jeffrey. And it is a magical place. It's a place that 
not only have I had the opportunity to stay at now just in this last recent um, and will continue to be able to stay at, but being in a place where the desert juxtaposes a tropical, like a, a aquamarine ocean with white sands that go at hip like waist level for almost a quarter of a mile. Wait, wait did we say white sands? White sands. Oh, like like the color of like you look like that beautiful Playa Tecolote right there. The the aqua, yeah, <laughs> wave the, the winds in your hair. You're a mermaid. I love <laughs> it. Yes, white sands and aquamarine, like turquoise water. Okay. And and you you are really in a different reality. Yeah, my beloved did set that up for me, didn't he? Oh, you did good. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. It's on so many levels. So many levels. Hmm. And being there, you know, my mind with all of the work that I do, um, I'm always looking at places and being and thinking about the gifts that I want to share in the world and also wanting to work with people who are ready to walk this path, you know, who are, who are ready to be activated, who are ready to wake up, who are ready to. Um, I'm going to qualify that. Um, Please. I want people who are already woken up. I don't feel like we need to wake anybody up. Fair. That's a much harder path. Like <laughs> somewhere else. And as you were ready to deepen in that awakening and move into the places of more soulful presence, we're you ladies. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love you. Thank you for saying that. I think that this is something that, um, yes, yes. Um, and this no is why you're to those who are waking up, like it is a lovely no. journey, but, um, to play on the party that we're going to be leading. Like I need you to have looked at some shadows first and not yes. just show up here, like all green and <sighs> right. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, it made me think of, I, I actually had shared something with you over our media just yesterday because it really hit home for me. It was like, it was like, maybe she's born with it. And it was like, um, maybe she's born with it and she's died and been reborn so many times that she is unafraid of transformation. Those are the kind of people that are walking through with us. You know, they already have, you know, so when I say ready to wake up, I think I mean in another layer. Ready another to embody, layer. right? Ready yeah. to radiance and like yeah. put it into motion in a way yes. that yeah, um, changes the world. Like that's that's what I've been putting into our languaging of like, yeah, yeah, for those who are like ready to like do the fucking thing they came here to be. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, yes please. Mm -hmm. Yes. And to and to foster that um continual awakening as we realize what we are it's it's not enough to just wake up right no, there it's, it's, there is no um like there is no awakened state it's a process of awakening there's not enlightenment we aren't going to get there there's just as long as we're in bodies like it is this process um much like the rose where it just keeps unfolding petal by petal it keeps getting bigger we keep learning from it um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, and that just keeps reminding me of like, what is the, the, the flower does not think to itself, well, I'm going to die once I bloom. The flower just blooms. Oh, I just read something the other day too. And it's so fun. Maybe you sent it to me, but like the flower blooms for itself. It doesn't mm -hmm. bloom for anybody to look at it. And I've certainly been playing in that place with myself recently, too. Like, I don't do these fucking curls in this hair for anybody but me. 
<laughs> that's new. Yeah. That's so fucking good. I'm like, no, 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 this is, this, this is, this whole party is just for me. Thanks. Yeah. 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 I am my own fiesta over here. It is great. Ay, ay, it ay. is great. <laughs> so La Rosa Radiante is just that. It's this opportunity to not only be in a very magically charged, high frequency place, but it's also a place in which you are going to bloom regardless. For You're going to bloom for you, right? <laughs> uh, we needed some new taglines. Let Jen know. That, like, <laughs> right there, yeah. where you bloom for you, La Rosa Radiante. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, right? Can we just we like call out fuck we chose such a good name that i stumble upon with this white girl tongue every time <laughs> la rosa radiante um you know um oh i love that i like your little white girl speech about it it's great i do my very best and um but yeah i've got white girl spanish like i'm sincere That's and okay. i'm pretty fucking good and i'm really honorable in it um but yeah i, I can't you know, I've been rolling my R's since I was like five. I've been trying to. Yeah. You know, you just want to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously this self-love journey is something that you have been working on. I'm shifting um, from the container back to uh, the host of that container. Self-love journey, uh, always the journey, always the thing. It's one of the first tenets that we're going to be working with quite a bit. But I want to go back to trauma because even in me... Knowing you at a soul level, appreciating every fucking time I sit with you, I'm like, fuck yeah, I love, like, respect yeah. and love and see and so excited to work alongside. Thanks. I don't really know what your, is it trauma informed? Is it trauma based? Is it somatic? I don't know what your uh, level of expertise is in that. And I know that I um, want to learn more and uh, practice it more. Yes. I, uh, may I just say same? Um, because I, I know we've worked together and uh, we've had other outside of what we're doing, but um, same. I think, <clears throat> so speaking of trauma, yes, trauma-informed, um, training and trauma-informed, everything from trauma-informed touch to trauma-informed yoga, um, somatic-based therapies, getting into the body, you know, things that have like a little bit of... Um, no formal training in it, but the the components of with um, Hakomi, you know, working into the body. Oh, excellent. Hakomi is um, and a really, a really brilliant approach to somatic based therapies. It's a really, it's a lot about what we are already doing, like filling into the body. Where's the density in your body? Okay. You're feeling upheaved. It's there. Let's work with it. Let's sit. And Hakomi it. is from what tradition? What lineage? Um, I believe it's Hawaiian and don't correct me or uh, don't uh, quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, I won't quote you, but I, <laughs> I'll correct it if I find out otherwise. Correct. I almost said don't correct me. Please correct me on that. Um, my particular mentee and therapist of the last like 15 years, that's her particular approach. And it's been along the lines with my work with her, but also the the juxtaposition of all of my yogic training the last 20 years, everything from, you know, breathwork, pranayama, all the way to the asana, all the way to meditation and things of that nature. It's, it really is like, I call it like um, a hodgepodge, you know, it's a real um, I hodgepodge. Think a hodgepodge is completely dismissive of it because what you are is a woman who has gained all of these fucking skills. And when you talk about yoga too, um, 
I have done some Kundalini. I know what downward yeah. dog is. Um, it's not my thing. It's not my path. It's not my jam. So there's uh, the path of study of it and the sincerity yeah. with which you have engaged, Holly, is mm -hmm. astounding and beautiful and deep. So um, please don't call it hodgepodge. I love you. Thank you. Well, then I would say integrative, you know, um, I'm a little bit of a pragmatist at times too, even with all of my like spiritual gifts, right? I'm like, what should I call it? Should sound nice and, you know, like- I have a marketing nice. brain that uh, kept me up all hours of the night. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. More so I have, yeah, it's, it's integrative. It is after 20 years of practice. It's after, you know, working in social work, it's after working in and being a diligent student of my own yoga practice and not just showing up in the studio and doing downward dog, right? It's, it's actually showing up in the darkest of moments when I'm taking everything that we're working on off of the mat and I'm bringing it into my life. That's what we're doing. And this is where I get excited because, uh, thank you. Obviously, I know how to channel some shit pretty good. I love what comes through and I love the way it comes through. But when we talk about the radiance embodiment practices of La Rosa Radiante, that to me, I'm like, ooh, yeah. uh, that is a magic sauce that like brings it into lasting effect, into um, enduring transformation and actually brings somebody through to the other side. So mm -hmm. um I know I was, I was secretly last night in my mania. Um, I'm like, can we trademark that? Like, how do we trademark a radiance embodiment practice? So. Oh, we absolutely can. Let's do it. What you're calling <laughs> forward is so precious and yeah. so beautiful and so necessary. And like, <sighs> yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and y'all yeah. should also. Well, hear... and you know, it's. Sorry, I don't want to Please. interrupt. Um, I was just going to say to y'all who are listening as this has come in, as most things do for me, it's like, oh, 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 it's not things that I know. It's things that all of a sudden like congeal differently and they package it in a format. So the format that we're doing of these five tenants of radiance, um, I kind of called that in and I can feel all of it. And then Holly is bringing in this radiance embodiment practice of it. So... Yeah, I, I think I'm just in awe whenever I recognize what we are participating in right now, because yeah. we don't get to teach it until we are doing it. And so y'all, we're also in our own initiation of that right now in every way. Aren't we though? Oh, oh, those edges? Oh, every hair on my body is like, yay, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Oh, on so many levels. You know, it, it really does come through. And a lot of, like I said, that the visuals come through and I get some really clear um, downloads of what of what I think we're going to be doing. And then I know, like you said, the moment everybody arrives, I know it's going to morph into Something that I've often said with um, people I work with is you're never going to ever get the same session once, like ever again. You're going to get the most uniquely um, uh, whatever has transpired into this time that we have together. It's going to be uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. And that's something that no matter how many times we offer this in Baja or wherever we end up around the world, we are going to be bringing in something that meets people right where they, what they need. Yep. Yeah. It's not, it's right. And, and yes, it's, it's radiance, somatic based radiance practices, but it's in the embodiment of, but it's, 
it's also these opportunities, like you said, for our own initiation. And man, am I feeling that. Man, are we <laughs> feeling that, y'all. <laughs> oh, this whole morning, you know, I, I was so excited for the podcast. And I kept thinking about like, what's going to come through? What's going to come through? What's going to come through? And what's coming through is like, hey, I am like you've often said, I'm a human uh, work in progress, right? Like I'm a human work in progress. And so much about my own journey has been about embracing those moments where I'm being initiated yeah. again and again and again and again. And no matter how many times we peel back that layer, yeah, I'm surprised. And then I get to see this whole, this, this new, um, Oh God, just things that I never couldn't, like you said, I couldn't see it before. I couldn't well, see. And isn't that radiance practice number two, like the beauty of it. Oh my yes. God, I couldn't see it before. Now I see it. And the ability to work with the number one, which is like that self-love that just allows it to soften and move into innocence enough so that the yep. awe and wonder finds us. And then we can, yes, oh, yes, yes. Well, and moving into beauty, then that comes from um, a place of, I think, mm. I don't want to sound trite, but not just pure, pure gratitude, but a place of, um, like you've said, ah, you know, I think back to a time many, 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 many moons ago where I went to, um, a Buddhist retreat and we had to like write a letter to ourselves or something about our, to our body. And I remember not feeling like I had much to write about, and after like sleeping on it, I came back and I was like, God, thank you heart for beating like however billion times you're going to be in this lifetime for me. Thank you lungs for filling me with air and moving me through. And in that appreciation of things that I truly don't have to think about, I don't have to think about equalizing my blood pressure or making my heart beat. It just does. Yeah. But then it led into me being able to look around the world, even on some of those cold winter days where I'm looking around, I'm like, fuck, man, Whew, it's tough. But seeing the way that the lace of the snow looks on the tree branches, right? Like beautiful. Don't you know, I was pointing out to my daughter, I'm like, you know that every snowflake is its own snowflake. She's like, mom, you know, you tell me that every fucking time, right? And I'm like, <laughs> right, right. Aren't you just enamored in the same way I like? <laughs> right. My 20 and 22 year old are like, cool, mom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know? Can we talk about your journey in motherhood? Oh, please. Yes. Um, because I know. I, I think, um, I don't know what I want to know. I think what I want to convey is that the ways that you and I have persevered through this isn't without trouble, isn't without turmoil, isn't without drama, isn't without trauma. Um, because I think, thank you. Hold on. I'm going to say that differently. My story is a lot of people could look at us. Um, and I actually had a client say it to me recently. She's like, well, yeah, I can't leave my husband. You could because blah, blah, blah of some <laughs> fucking story that she made up on me where I'm like, that's not the reality of my life at all. Right. So right. I think I just want to create a bridge for people who might feel like they want to and feel like they can't because of the everyday pressures that are too much? Ooh, oh yeah. Okay. I got you. <clears throat> oh, I would love to. Um, one of the things I've often said, and one of my biggest realizations was that my ability to mother was directly linked to my ability to take care of myself. 
Um, a lot of the time as mothers, we are conditioned um, and also tell a lot of stories about um, self-sacrifice mm, and giving yeah. of ourselves in a way that's almost martyrdom. And I'm just not into that. I'm not into martyring myself into suffering in order to be like this piously like good mom. Um, I am a thinking, feeling, breathing, living, dynamic human being. And my soul identity isn't just being a mom, but actually so much of the identity I hold as a mother was contingent upon how much I chose to give to myself, how much I chose to be there for myself, and that it actually made it more possible for me mm. to in, interact and be with my kids and be there for my kids in ways that I couldn't have done if I hadn't taken some leaps that against my own conditioning that, that told me I was being selfish or that told me I was um, ne being neglectful if I did that, or if I took a trip away from my kids, or if I, if I asked for help with my kids in ways that allowed me to go do some external self-care, like go and take a yoga class or go get my hair done or whatever. But also those, those permissions that I gave myself yeah. to explore my own awakening again and again. And that it ultimately helped me be the mom that I really wanted to be. I didn't want to just feel like I was constantly not living up to this idea of who I wanted to be uh, as a mother, but to actually embody these feelings of, of such deep love and beauty that presence. I, yeah, and presence and that I was able to actually create more room for me to show up and still show up. I mean, my kids are 20 and 22 and it blows my mind still to this day that I have had children for the last two decades and that I really blows my fucking we mind. We agreed to this, really? Um, I have the same thought sometimes. I'm like, somebody let me be a mother? Um, huh. Totally, totally. Oh, but man, if it weren't for them, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be on this path. Like, and I know that I would have found this path regardless, but so much about my life has everything to do with the fact that I had my kids. And so much about my own um, process of, of healing my trauma, of working through, of developing all these own practices of things that really make me shine and feel like a, a beautiful human being uh, came down to me giving myself permission Fuck. and asking for it. And actually, but, but that's just the thing, right? I can't intend to just um, have these things like abundance or, or more peace or more self-love or see more beauty in the world. There's, there's a showing up into it, right? Like I had to ask myself, um, you know, what comes out of me when I'm squeezed or when the pressure's on. And that was what helped me start taking steps because mm -hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to show my kids um, especially from where I came from, they they have no idea of of the kind of life that I came from because of the steps that I've taken and continually showing them that I can take. Even now, they're like, "Wow, mom, you're in Mexico like until like May, like what?" You know, <laughs> it's showing them the possibilities. There's a saying too that I'll kind of like, kind of package this up with is, um, "Kids don't do what you say; they do what you do." 
And so if you want your kids to be free thinking, you want them to expand, you want them to feel like they can blossom and that they can move along in their own journey, we have to show them how to do that. And we don't show it by doing to them or by controlling or changing them. Um, I was having this conversation with my daughter just yesterday, I think, um, that in my own trauma relationship, in my own background, I didn't know trauma. I didn't know I was being traumatized. I didn't know boundaries. And I'm like, I am a really good mother to you. Just maybe within like, I've become good within the last couple of years once I've learned boundaries, once Mm -hmm. I started unlocking and moving through the trauma, because I didn't know that's what was going on, right? Psychic kid, um, I feel everything. I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm shut down. Um, I'll just stay down and feel and maybe you'll see me. Lots of fucking trauma in that hiding place. But the boundary, oh, fuck. A boundary is good and especially uh, boundary is really good for self, but to be able to now have boundaries with her. Yes. I'm a different fucking mother. Yep. Different mother. If you ask my kids who I was, my kids will tell you how dramatically I've changed. You know, they saw, I was very, I was young when I had my kids too. You know, I had You're like um, four. Is that how old you were? <laughs> I was, yeah. I was like eight and a half. No. <laughs> I, you know, I was in my early twenties and, you know, it was everything that I wanted or so I thought, and I really had to evolve into a certain amount of maturity and to become the mother that I wanted to be. And it did really require me looking at myself, looking at boundaries, looking at the boundaries I didn't have with myself, right? Like of, of how I wanted to treat myself, how I wanted to move in the world, how I wanted to feel about myself. And that also impacted how I showed up as a mom with my kids. And damn, did, did, didn't our relationships get a little bit better when I started seeing that it was so important to create that container with them yeah, so that I could be a safe place so that I could be someone that they could, no matter the ups and downs, because I'll tell you all, like, no matter who I am as a a spiritual teacher, as someone who works in the realm, it doesn't really matter. I think your teenage kids are just like, whatever, sometimes. (laughs) And kind of looking at, you know, my oldest has been like, you're a little bit of an enigma, you know, now, like, we're super tight, you know, it's what it is. But it's really interesting to see how um, my kids have grown with me, but also on their own journey. And that's something just like you said, no matter what I've shown them, no matter what I've taught them, no matter what they've seen me do, their path is solely their own. And, and that's what becomes so beautiful about taking leaps into our own journey, because we show our kids that they have permission to be on their own too. And I'm not here to live vicariously through my children. They're here to live vicariously for themselves. Oh, fuck yeah. I thought you were right? going to say through you because that would be rad too. Like they, they can- oh, well, yeah, sure. They can do that too. I mean, they're kind of, they're both kind of like, damn, you're at the beach every day. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm like, come on, come on, you know? So beckoning, beckoning, you know, but we have to, they, they, they will come. journey to get there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you know the first night that I went out and had a drink? 
while my daughter was home alone. My daughter's also 15, y'all. So like, this is not me leaving a child at home alone. Right. First night that I went out, I had such weird guilt and I met you that night. Yep. I remember. And you talked to me about like, here's what you do so that they know where you are and that like, we're setting oh. boundaries. And I was like, oh my, this is so good. But that was the first time I met you. Like you came in with such good mom advice that was something that I needed and didn't know that I needed because I just showed mm. up and like, I want to have a drink, but my daughter's at home. Um, am I allowed to do this? Because... Yeah. 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 I really appreciate you. You know, there's, I don't think that as moms, we obviously that's kind of a, a tale as old as time that we give ourselves enough credit, but we need each other. You know, we need each other to, in a, in a place where we can bounce off this, the story that we're telling the insecurity that's coming through or like, I'm, I'm doing something bad or wrong, or I feel so guilty. And to have somebody else be like, listen, yeah actually, actually it's okay. Yeah. And actually there are ways that we can move through and expand in this. And, and lo and behold, I think our kids are really appreciative when we start relaxing a little bit too. I have never thought of the profundity, of that, <laughs> but, um, we'd yeah. say that again, <laughs> just how profound that is. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Huh. You know, it took me years though. You know, my, my kids bless their hearts. They have had to watch me like move through some pretty intense learning. And now we're at a state where I'm seeing, like we talked about that initiation of moving into like radiance and pleasure and moving beyond just, I am self-love. I see the beauty in the world. I am a creator now it's time to move into those last two petals of the journey. It's time, okay. right? Like I have never, one thing down here that I love about Baja specifically, and I haven't lived in a lot of coastal towns, is how easily and readily people relax around here. They sit and they enjoy the waves. They stay, they literally will sit there for hours. And seemingly doing nothing, I put that in quotations because I think so many of us are so caught up in I'm not productive all the time. That means I'm failing or not doing it right or whatever. But it's it's really like there's there's something amazing to to recognizing that pleasure can come out of anything. And pleasure yeah. is when we take the time off of it and experience things as they are. Yeah. Right. Isn't there this sweetness, uh, pleasure being tenant number four, y'all that we're playing with in La Rosa Radiante. Pleasure is timeless because it's always. Yes. And the ability to see that. Um, what I was writing down, uh, other than your mother journey, being a safe place. Yeah. And having the opportunity to relax. I want to just recognize that in hosting a container as we are, inviting you guys into it as you are called, us not knowing exactly what we're going to do is not a lack of preparedness. It's actually <laughs> a deeper sign of faith because we trust it. Um, so what we are doing for ourselves is creating ourselves as a safe space so that you can participate, melt, die, rebirth in that container with us. Ah, and yeah. in that safe space, 
that we are earning the right to and that we are preparing for you, you can relax and get to deeper places in your transformation and your awakening and your honesty and your healing in your journey than you might anywhere else. So leaving the comfort of your own home to go and be jostled a little bit. And, and then we're going to go swim with seals. Um, so we have it really beautifully built in here too. So that each time like something inside of you like cracks and moves, we have something really sweet on the other side of that to continue moving you through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to shake up the snow globe a little bit. Oh, snow! You know, <laughs> for any of you in those colder climates, you know, come along. We got to shake up that snow globe. Mm -hmm. And absolutely, you know, I've often said too, like I had to, um, in the metaphorical sense, break my own heart. I had to break my own heart in order for it to expand. I had to, I had to jump off of some um, pretty incredible uh, cliffs that I didn't think I was gonna fly, and that's that's why I can talk about being a safe container. That's why I trust this container and with oh, you so. and me, oh, so, on oh, so many so. levels. <laughs> Because what comes within that is, is I, I understand what it means to dissolve. <laughs> I understand what that feels like. I know how scary it can feel when everything around you for a moment stops feeling like familiar and you're, and you're working into that, that disillusionment, right? Like we want to be disillusioned. We yeah. want to be able to see. We want to see whatever the lies are. We want to see wherever we're holding ourselves back. We want to see whatever is in our way from being the thing that we were meant to be. That's the easiest fucking thing to do. God damn it. Yes, yes, yes we God do. And that's, it. if I might share on a personal note, that's exactly where I'm at. I can tell you that I have walked through this world being so resilient. I have been perceived as such. And people relay that message to me all the time. You're so strong. You're so resilient. Like, oh, I don't want to be strong. FYI, like, I want to be no more. I want to be no. softer. Mm, I'm not. Exactly. That's exactly where I'm at. I am done being strong. Yes, I am a strong being. But, but, but I am a, a, there's so much more to me than that. There's so much more to me than me just showing up in my grit. Like, it's time to show up in my pleasure. And that's what I am inviting in into every experience I have these days, including going to the, the tienda de campo, you know, including going down to and searching for the right produce, including, you know, whatever happens, you know, and, and that's the pieces that I think are so important to recognize is that's why these last tenants are so vital um, I think many of us are spinning around in love, beauty, and creation. And, as an external. And like As an external. Chasing yes. something. Ch and, an accomplishment, right? Like, I will be happy when or whatever. And and that's the pieces is like, I've been spinning around in that container and that hamster wheel for how long before I'm like, wait a minute. If I really look back, there are some moments where I could say, oh, man, I was smiling, but on the inside, I didn't feel that way. I actually, I was just maybe kind of participating in mm -hmm. what I thought I was supposed to show up as or feel. Mm -hmm. And now the work of infusing that pleasure has made me look at even recently some of my own huge blocks, huge blocks that I was like, I couldn't have seen that until now. 
and I'm ready to see it now. I'm, I actually can see it now because there is an, a, enough um, groundwork. And like you said, I do see that's why we have to have people who have already, they're ready for us. They're ready for this experience because they're ready to get off of that hamster wheel and they're ready to come with us and experience those, well, those pieces. Um, what I wrote down and maybe this, uh, thank you. I'm Scorpio uh, North node. So like, let's just be real. Like transformation is our fucking jam when we say all the time it's it, yeah like all the time uh you getting to like this ugliest place of like something you never remembered we're like fuck yeah um nope. we cheer that on so like there um yes but what i wrote down was like when people arrive asking them like what do you want to let go of who do you want to die through this process because it's identifying that piece of limitations that place of like the story that has to move in order for us to move into like what already is that again, easiest fucking thing to be if we can just get out of the narrative and um, allow it to be. Mm, gosh, I love what comes through the collective because that's exactly what I was saying this morning um, in my workshop. Wait, when you is... say coming through the collective, what do you mean? Yes. I mean, um, okay. That's a great question. I would relate it as in yogic terms, it's, it's the supreme. It's everything that involves everything from the nanocellular level in my body, all the way to the expansive, to the eighth billionth person all the way across the world. It's the collective, it's everything. Okay. And so when I say it comes through the collective, it's, I think that those synchronicities that we find, like I was just saying this morning, um, you see the synchronicities we had yesterday, like mother so what? <laughs> Between me and Jen and Holly, y'all, no joke. I had three Olivia's in one day. Not the same ones. Three nope. different Olivia's in one day. And then Jen and Holly get to their friend Olivia's for dinner. Hopefully I'm not stealing the story. They get to their friend's Olivia for dinner. I'm working with a Thoth Tarot at my house in Denver. All of a sudden, like, this card falls out. That was exactly the card I wanted that answered, ex answered exactly what I wanted it to answer. Mm -hmm. um, and then Jen sends me a picture of the Thoth Tarot deck that y'all are with in Mexico, same fucking time, like two minutes. Yeah. Yep. And it's Olivia's deck <laughs> that she just bought because she had just had a tarot reading oh that told her that she needs to dabble more and more into this, into the Oracle. Oh, oh it was incredible. Those are the synchronicities that I'm talking about. That's the collective. Okay. It's, it's, you know, it's when you're looking around in the world and you're starting to develop that lens of seeing the beauty in the world, seeing the create all of the creation that is around us and that self-appreciation, it is hard to miss hmm. all of the signals that are coming through constantly. 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 Um, um, I will also say for myself, like Akashic would be what I would call what you're calling the collective. So okay, I just wanted yeah. ideas that we can like line up because the collective is like not all of the people, the collective, um, it's bigger than that. And it's informed through divinity, isn't it? It's not just informed yes. through humans. Um, yes. yes. Brain lost it again. That's okay. I, my whole point was that the, this very morning, I was saying that <clears throat> who I was when I was squeezed was, um, this is in the past, but a woman who was, oh, irritable, angry, frustrated, depressed, anxious, like uh, just the gamut 
of all of the, the ooey gooey, not so great feelings that come in the human experience. And, well, and also you carried all the wounds of the feminine. It sounds like if I may just like say that, um, mm -hmm. because that's kind of what I've encountered for myself, like the places that I self abandoned of like being the messy woman or the too needy or the, yep. the crazy one or the over the top, like, um, me too. As yeah, me too. Yeah, well, and big feelers. So, so of course, like you, mm -hmm. you compress it, you compress it, you compress it, you compress it. That that energy is going to come out in a whole array of ways. And that Holly, that Holly, as much as I can say she is part of me, there was so much about her that um, not only needed to be seen and then allowed to die. I had to allow her to die. And so it's an interesting thing, even just in this exact moment, I'm I'm seeing the parts of me that I'm needing to bring into the light and then allowing to die again, because no, ma no matter how much I was able to get past this point of like angry Holly showing up, you know, irritable, annoyed, whatever, which people used to just call me like fiery. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fiery, but this isn't exactly the kind of fire I'm talking about, you know? And, and when I, when I really faced her, I, I, I unlocked something in me that allowed me to take off and fly and soar. And then what's so wild is be like, okay, but now I'm here. And now I'm in this other piece of my growth and, and experience that is I'm seeing the parts of me that show up still with grit that show up and grin and bear it sometimes because I'm busy trying to like just be the part. And um, I'm not sure if you're going to hear this, but the our favorite uh, Mexican ice cream Chuck is driving by. Um, I will happily post it again on my socials because they're – um, I hope he's really just saying that the whole time and that it's not just a looping track. Like no, he's saying it. He has the whole thing. It's, are you kidding me? It is a speaker. It's like a 10 wolf speaker that is like moving strapped to his car. Um, I cannot wait <laughs> to try his tamales. Have you had them yet? Um, no, we haven't, but, um, I know he has elote as well. And so I want some elote. Carne, so. e pollo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's about three times a day. <laughs> and you do see kids running out with their pesos, you know? I just want you to know that. Uh, <laughs> it makes for a yummy uh, Saturday afternoon lunch. So, um, but here we are, you know, this we get for ice cream later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My empanada. You know? um, and here I am. Here I am with a whole another level layer um, facet that's being illuminated as, you know, the, the, the prism of my like spirit shines and I'm seeing another facet and I'm like, Oh, oh. have you ever really been able to enjoy yourself halls? Let's go there. That's, that's my inquiry these days. What's really, what really makes you feel pleasure? Um, I'm going to just go even farther with that a little bit because Hathor has been the one who has been sitting with me so much. She keeps calling me daughter of Hathor. Hathor being the goddess who was of love, beauty, poetry, sex magics, makeup, like these things that make life worth living. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I keep being asked to like relax into it, to soften into it, to let it be easier. And I can watch again, um, you know, single mom entrepreneur narrative can be very strong at times with the outside world and trying to do what we can, especially in a pandemic, like, fuck y'all. Um, I got strength. And, uh, I, I sat down strength last year and I'm like, I don't want to be strong. Strong okay. is not a characteristic that I am proud of because it means I've suffered. Yep. And so this year, um, Robin asked me, she's like, what's your word? Hers was warmth. And I'm like, mine's pleasure. Like just, just balls out fucking, uh, balls. <laughs> hey guys. Um, pleasure and the pleasure isn't just sexual and the pleasant pleasure isn't indulgent i've sat with this spectrum of like gluttony and hedonism and all of like the places that that can go but the pleasure really just feels like as soft as a petal yeah and i'm like no no no, i just want to be there yeah i just want to be there yeah. And I learn in those edges because I love, we are learning so much in our edges right now. I didn't know that I was showing up there with like so much angst mm-hmm. until I got there and then my body was tight. And I'm like, oh, we can do, hold up, y'all. Let me, let me do my somatic exercises and I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. And I love that uh, soft as a petal. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, I am soft as a, yeah, aren't you? No, aren't I <laughs> you know what? That's exactly what I mean. It's the easing into, I think that's for me. Um, <gasps> okay. We, uh, sorry. They just did a level of transformation on that. Like instead of edging, we'll start easing. Yeah. And, like absolutely. that's the other side of that spectrum where right now we're learning the edges and then we'll, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Yeah. We're easing. Right. That's, that's something that I think is so true is like, I could come at you with like a tsunami, but perhaps I would like rather be a burbling brook. Yeah. And I want to choose that, you know, not because I, um, had to, I didn't diminish my power, you know, in doing so I show uh, quite up the opposite. Yeah, exactly. I show up in that because in the burbling Brooke, you can look around and see everything else as well. Mm. I don't have to overpower my own life um, in that single mama entrepreneur uh, message and vibe. Good story, because- isn't it? I mean- oh, man, ain't it though? Man, um, I- and, I, and I watch myself in my own victimhood use it at times whenever I'm feeling in that, like, I don't feel good. Um, yeah, I got, I got, oh, yeah, I got a victim loop that... Uh, don't we all that's something you know and that's that's part of like what we're we're working into is is seeing the ways in which we we get in our own way we get in our yeah own i just way. heard uh my victim loop it's like when i feel unsafe and i don't know that i knew that before this moment yep. i go into victim when i feel unsafe so my job is to create safety for me all the time yep and that's like such a new game where i'm like oh wait let me right go take care of this I, I trust exactly. me now. I know that I'm safe with me now. Yep. I know that I'm safe with me now. And I know I know everything that I need to give myself and that it's not outside of me. Never outside. You know, like, yes, there's a beauty to being in community. And that's something that I think is so vital to La Rosa Radiante um, is that that we're in community and that it is a safe container and that is a place where you're going to create bonds with people from all over and it's going to um transform you and it's going to be lasting it's going to be a lasting sustainable um i would not 
be okay if it wasn't. So I'll just say that too. Like I'm, I'm also, um, no, no, no. I, I need this change to be lasting, not with any pressure on y'all, uh, but for myself, like I know what's possible. I know what I can lead us through. I know the portals that I open and create and like, Mm -hmm. that's not half-assed. That's, um, impeccable right there. What? Yes. It's exquisite, right? It's exquisite. And that's the thing of, I think when you're showing up with, um, the authenticity and, um, I don't know if earnest is the word that's coming through, but no, I don't like it at all. Okay. I don't We're like not that word that. at all. No, no, no. Earnesty um, is gone. <laughs> uh, to me, earnest has a Midwest edge to it. Fair. Okay. It's just like a little, um, it's not relaxed. Earnest does not relax to me. Right. Earnest- it's eager, right? That's why I didn't like it either. I was like, yeah, it's not the ones coming. Uh, my hair feels uh, very like someone who's earnest today as I was doing it. I'm like, it looks like I have Meemaw hair. And I'm like, new curling iron. Well, today's that day and I'll rock it in my radiance. <laughs> Let's just say what it is then is it's, it's a knowing and showing up in that radiance, right? Like I'm radiant regardless, regardless of, of any of the storyline I bring, any of the insecurities that I still work through, any of the trauma that comes up, that this entire practice is about um, moving into those places of ease where I don't, we don't have to work so damn hard to get there. It hasn't, uh, that working hard hasn't worked, which is why we're also watching that corporate job model break right now. Yep, exactly. Uh, No, I don't, I don't want any more hard. Yeah. Working hard, like it's no longer a flex. Right. I mean, unless you're East Coast, then may I don't know what they're still doing up there, but um. Oh man, that's a whole nother portal up there. <laughs> they're coming. We're coming. We're coming for you. Up there. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to make sure that we also acknowledge, like, um, hey y'all, we still have spots for Liverosa Radiante. Um, as of this moment, I don't know what time stream you're on though. I want to make sure we also talk about what you've launched today, please. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's still metamorphosing. It's a monthly offering and there's going to be more. But this, I just was keeping it really simple, to be honest. Uh, it was just through um, some of the tenets of the power of intention. But it's, mm-hmm. it's again, it's an integrative uh, community where, yeah, we're looking at the power of intention and manifestation, but it's also more of looking into the perspective shifts that we have available to us so that we can embody the intentions that we set for ourselves. I can go around saying I am peaceful or I am abundant, I am abundant, I am abundant, sure. But but I am abundant, like I am abundance. And so there's this working into um, what is abundance as it shows up incarnate. And that's, that's what we're working on. A lot of it is, um, what's yeah, the name of that container, in. please? Power of intention. Power of intention. Beautiful. Okay. Wanted yes. To make sure Power that. of intention. Um, you know, and it's funny cause I put the little tagline attract what you want, but it's really not attract what you want to attract what you are, oh. you know, attract what you are. Well, and, and can I also like acknowledge the coolness of this, right? You've been calling this in for a little bit. I've been calling in Joy is Your Destiny for a little bit. So we're both doing our own things. And then all of a sudden this like La Rosa Radiante comes in like right in the middle of it where it yeah. is overlapping a little bit with both of the other things that we're doing. Um, Absolutely. Because 
you are radiance and you are attractive and you are an attractor and you are intent like we're, we just keep peeling back the levels of like can we just show you more ways to make it better please yeah can, can, yeah. How about this way? How about this way? How about this way out? Um, let's show you ways to make it better because we have, um, I've often seen those of us who have been in this awakening space, let me say that, not just a healing space, but like born awake, both you and I, we're the front fucking crest of the wave. Like we've mm -hmm. taken some of the hits so y'all can just like... Drink your fucking pina and not have to worry so much about like, how am I going to do it? So way showers, I think, is one word that always feels really right to me. We yeah. don't claim to be any better or know much more. We've just already hit some things and we're like, oh, yeah, don't step on that. Like walk around this way. Right. Like we can help you through the the, the minefield. Yeah. And you, know? you want to come die? Like, uh, we are the ones who really like that part. Um, yeah. I'm not really dying. Thank you. Let's just qualify that. We don't need anyone who is actively in that state of things. Um, but those who are really ready to be more of the easy, joyous, beautiful fucking radiance that you are. Yes. Stories. Yes. Well, and being in that no matter where you're at in your life. You know, that's the thing for me that has become crystal clear is this isn't just, I do think that it's so important to recognize that no matter what we're working through in our life, no matter what we have going on, that these are available to us always. Okay. And they're all, they're already there. That's what I think um, is so impactful about this work of working with people who have walked their own journey is that, um, you know, I could put on, and like we've talked about this, I could put on a whole bunch of bells and whistles, but I don't need to, I don't need to do that. I, I already, I already shook all the bells back there and blown all the whistles and done all the things so that we could arrive here. I don't need to do all of the bells and whistles and, and sell anything. I'm here being it. Yeah. And that's, that's what is the promise. Um, I also want to acknowledge as you say that, because what comes up for me is I think I've been grasping or reaching my whole life. Yeah. Um, even in longing at moments. Um, and now I'm like, <laughs> I, I find joy right here. I don't need yep. anything at all. Yes. Um, I have wants and those wants arise out of my pleasure, but I've learned to let, that currency of joy be yeah. the thing that moves me oh, instead of the that. thought, instead of the should, instead of like, um, I'm cool. Like I don't get to go do that. I, um, I will have a great fucking Saturday night here by myself. Don't, mm, I got this. Right. Well, there's ease in that. There's, there's flexibility in that. And I think that when we, when we recognize that the energy flowing through us is just as effortless as of as as the pleasure that we have available to us we we we're tapping into like you said there's many different ways there's so many different offerings there's and there's there is these um almost like a venn diagram you know movement in in the crossing over of of all these beautiful offerings that lead to spirit lead to the deep inner knowing of love of love and and knowing that I am pure energy and knowing that I am pure radiance and that gives me every fucking right to access my pleasure. 
And that's where I'm rocking with now. Yeah, yeah if I drop, I'm like, we're <laughs> fucking good right there. Uh-huh. Podcast over. Yeah, it's so true. It's true though. And it, it's so I'm so glad we're talking about this. And and I it's so great what comes through. Um, because I needed to hear myself say that this morning. It's been a weird yeah. thing because I've had that in the last couple of days myself, where like I'm in such a solo journey. I have very strong relationships with people who are at a distance and not here in my physical space. Um, But I was with a girlfriend and like just sitting with her, I could see the new version of myself that was in form as she reflected it back to me. And I was like, oh, damn, we have changed some stuff, y'all. It was really, I mean beautiful, profound, awe-inspiring, weird, but it gave me pause in that moment. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not just walking. I'm not just talking it anymore. I think for a long time, um, I wanted to heal. I wanted to feel better. I didn't want to suffer. Like everything hurt. And to now finally kind of be on the crest of the other side of it where I'm like, we're fucking good. Um, and this is what I put up on my Insta the other day too, is like, I feel like I've hacked the matrix and finding this code for self-love that I'm like, Oh my God. Um, I had no idea it could be this good and we're only starting. And so spirit is also like very celebratory and very like, you know, that this is just like, like it's just licking the sugar cube, right? Like it is just barely, it only gets bigger from here. So, um, yeah, we are here to guide and pivot and lead and play with such a fucking cresting wave of pleasure, y'all. Mm-hmm. Washing over you in so many ways. That what came through was the strongest and perhaps not to put words in your mouth, but and correct me if this or tell me how this feels for you is um, it's it's this ultimate um, activation of I got me. I got me. I got me. I'm safe. I got me. Trust me. I trust me. I got me. And, and every choice I make, every mistake I make, every lesson I'm about to learn, every problem I face is leading me closer and closer to myself. Every, every single piece of it like that. When you realize that there is nothing that can be against you. It's all for you. And that makes me feel the the empowerment that I feel in my own personal life for that. It's inspiring. Um, I want everyone just to take a moment to feel all of this. Because in so much of what we have been on this journey to get here, what I want to say is like in that new age, think it and you can become it. Walk your talk. I think there's been so many um, like words that are put on it that you're like, well, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Like fake it till I make it. What the fuck does that mean? Or like manifest it and visualize yourself in it and it comes. Um, I get really irritated because I think it's, dismissive of this other process. So what I hope you guys are feeling today for me and Holly is not more of the fucking platitudes, Mm -mm. but the embodiment (laughs) and the joy that comes from that, that like deepening. Yeah. Well, exactly. It is the deepening. And I I've often said too, like I can learn, I can uh, read a book about how to ride a bike 
or I can go learn how to ride the bike yeah. with a real fall bike. Down a couple of times fall down scratched and learn that yeah. way. And that's, I might flip over the handlebars. Let's get crazy. I don't know, you know, <laughs> cause it can feel like that. Sometimes you ever done that. You're flying through the air and you're like, I'm growing. <laughs> No, I've never thought that, Holly. I will try next time I'm flying through the air to remind myself that I'm just finding another edge. Yeah. And then ease into it, right? With that soft, that soft rose petal. We got it. Uh, that to me is <laughs> like I've been using that uh hakao of like ushka. Anytime yeah. that I like about to land hard, I'm like, wait, 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 dissolve. Um, thank you. Yeah. I started with thanks and I'm ending with thanks because um I'm just in profound wonder and gratitude and mm. witness and awe of what's unfolding before us. So Holly, thanks for coming here today. Thanks for all of it. All the things. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being a person who is also, um, we're creating those dreams. We're making dreams, our own dreams come true. We're dreaming new realities is what. Yes, that's it. Did you I hear that guttural response? Wow, I got really excited there. We're dreaming new realities because yes. the old one is crumbling and we don't need to fear because you're here and I trust you. Exactly. And, and I trust me. Yeah, and when we need we need that. We need um, those of us, the way showers, for sure. The way showers because... We've already been to hell and back and we came back with pails of water. Okay. Oh, you know? Um, and yeah, don't you know, like cancer and five plants. I got pails of water. Pails of water, y'all. Yeah. Um, I love you, Holly. Where can people find you, you if they want to uh, connect with you? Oh, they can find me at my website, www.hollynicolehealing.com. You can find me on social media under Holly Nicole on uh, all of the platforms. And uh, if you want to hear some old, fun Holly back in the day, I have an po old podcast that project has ended. It's called Yoga in the Dark. It was with one of my very good friends and colleagues. And um, it's uh, still a pride and joy. We had a lot of fun with that. And uh, it just goes to show you that there's so much that can come out of you that you've never even thought possible. Yeah, no, I, I have no bound. I, I have plenty of boundaries. I don't have limitations on like, well, I would never do that. I don't know. Totally fucking good. Yeah, why not? Well, let's, let's find out. Hey, y'all. Thanks for being here with us today. I love you. See you next time.